Okay, so so we um, we have developed and we manufacture and sell a uh, an absorbable surgical matrix, which is basically an implant that is uh, like a knitted mesh implant that you use to reinforce soft tissue uh, for a period of time, and as it degrades into the body, it transfers the the this support is sort of transferred to the new tissue that goes into the mesh. So. Welcome to this episode of Speed of Life. This is a podcast series focusing on innovations accelerating towards better health. My name is Björn and I am co-hosting this episode together with my colleague Diana. A very warm welcome to you. Let's jump into this episode. Good day to our listeners and a warm welcome to our two guests, Henrik Hjort and Jelan Cuthill from Nova Scientific. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We're really happy to have you here today and we look forward to getting to know how uh, to know you and to learn about the company you are representing, Novus Scientific. So please introduce yourselves. I can start. Uh, my name is Henrik uh, Jort, Magnusson Jort even. Um, <clears throat> I am um, I'm an Uppsala person. I am born and, and bred here uh, in this town. I uh, went to school here. I went to university here. I got my first job here, um, which happened to be in the medtech industry at a company called Radi Medical Systems, um, where I started as in, in product development, <coughs> fresh out of university. This is probably 2004. Um, Radi eventually um, was a very successful uh, medical device company in interventional cardiology. Uh, it got sold to uh, St. Jude Medical in 08, probably. And by that time, we had um, carved out a project that I was part of that was uh, centered around a, uh, an absorbable surgical mesh for reinforcement of soft tissue. And, this eventually became the foundation for Novus Scientific, which was uh, formed at the same time here in Uppsala. Um, I left Novus Scientific uh, a couple of years later to to um, try other things uh, in life. <laughs> so, so I ended up at another eventually at another small implant company uh, next door, uh, a company called Ostesign, which uh, since has become. Um, grown a bit and it's also a publicly traded company in the field of um, neurosurgical devices but since a year i'm back um, and um, i'm back at novus as ceo uh, and uh, well happy to be part of taking the next step with novus and and um, making sure that our really fantastic innovative product um, gets more users and ends up in more patients and I'm Yolanda Cattill, and uh, I joined uh, Novus Scientific in uh, 2017 at a time where the company was in its startup phase still. So it's been, uh, I've been very lucky to be part of uh, this uh, exciting journey. Um, my background is uh, not in, uh, in uh, medical devices. Uh, I ended in this field uh, by chance, and, and it's uh, been a very uh, rewarding uh, experience. Uh, my background is in uh, international relations and uh, uh, working in international organizations uh, before coming uh, to, to Sweden and uh, starting with Novus Scientific. 
I find it a very rewarding uh, industry to work for and uh, challenging, but... Uh, but but Yolanda seamlessly transferred into sort of being the most important person when it comes to getting uh, our customers who are mostly plastic surgeons trained uh, and educated and, and uh, yeah, really just yes. com coming from a di completely different background kind of picked up on, on the key things in the medical device industry and the implant industry, which is sort of how do we get the most benefit for the patient and the end user. So, so uh, That yeah. is something we do mainly, uh, I do mainly is uh, connecting with uh, the, the different uh, healthcare uh, providers, working uh, directly with surgeons and uh, bringing the feedback, uh, direct feedback as to what are their um, needs and requirements and see how we can uh, come with a solution to, to, uh, to improve uh, their everyday practice. And um, hmm. Sometimes uh, it's good to come with an outside perspective, I guess. Absolutely, uh. yes. Yeah. I, I know, yeah, because I, since I was part of inventing and developing the product, um, and then left and then came back and was kind of being able to take a little bit of an outside perspective of what have changed during the six years that I was gone yeah. and also what, <coughs> what elements of that changed had meant um, increased success. I think the first thing that, that I realized that we did wrong from the start, I sort of, uh, maybe I'm jumping ahead of the questions. <laughs> no worries. Anyway, no worries. Um, <laughs> it's easy to become overly technical especially, and I think this is true for many companies, so we use it in 2017, we were still in a start. Novus has had a very long startup phase, but uh, we're getting out of it now. But being overly technical uh, in your communication and, and trying to explain technology rather than benefits uh, is something many do wrong, we did it wrong. Uh, Yolanda certainly provided an adjustment to that and that's proven to be very successful. I think we uh, build very close connections with uh, surgeons so that we can guide them in their uh, decisions as well to choose the best available option for their patients. And uh, by um, uh, showing them the, the clinical value and the improved outcomes our product can bring to their practice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Henrik, I'm interested. Uh, you started. You said you started as uh, in the production at uh, Radi Medical. What kind of roles have you had during your? I, st I started as a development engineer. Um, <coughs> um, yeah, well, the rumor is that I uh, I might have actually been recruited to uh, reinforce the Radi. Uh, corporate league hockey bucket team <laughs> for a three-month <laughs> period. But uh, anyway, I, I kind of clawed back, and I guess I was too... too um, I was difficult to get rid of, so they employed me as a development engineer. I did have the academic background for it, um, I should say. Um, but then I, I quite... We quite quickly um, started a project based on Radis, um, at the time, high competence in... in uh, resorbable polymer materials for medical use. Um, so I was sort of project managing and developing um, the mesh product that is now Tiger Matrix. So I was one of the benefits of starting a career in a 
sort of radio at the time maybe had about 100 people employed in Uppsala something along those lines um, you get to see if if you if you start in development and and follow your your idea and your product all the way to marketing and sales you get to touch on everything in in that relates to this journey and it's whether it's ip quality regulatory manufacturing everything and and uh, without having to become an expert and uh, all blessed in everything in anything of it you still get an idea of what it takes and what other functions prioritize uh, in the company and i think it sets you up for having a bigger understanding of 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 the medical device industry from a small company point of view at least so so um, yeah well, I've, I've i've really just held formally development role um project management and then product manager at novus um, and then uh, at os design i was um, what was i <laughs> <laughs> director of marketing <laughs> And then, always uh, had the now I'm the, the CEO, so I kind of steady yeah. try to move away from the lab and, and mm. um, to somewhere else. And what motivates you in that roles, in those roles, um, leading roles? That's a good question. Um, it's it's really I, I I seem to have a problem shaking the small company and and being close to the innovative side of things and. And I think seeing, it doesn't necessarily have to be your own invention, but seeing something that you can relate to the people who have struggled to bring this to the market and then seeing it being used, uh, maybe even getting good feedback from, from, from customers like we do or from even better patients uh, sometimes. Uh, I think that's... Yeah, I think we th that, that we have an opportunity to, to improve uh, patients' uh, lives and... Uh, that that is that is motivating yeah. to to feel we're doing something that's useful, and uh. and I think that's sort of how I was uh, taught by my m mentors and, and managers when I started was also just keep your eyes on on making sure you provide some clinical benefit and some end user benefits, uh, and then uh, commercial success shall follow <laughs> hopefully <laughs> unless you're doing something, but it will. Yeah. So, uh, yes, uh, as a company, we also have a responsibility to uh, empower the patient and uh, the uh, surgeons so that uh, they can be more educated as to um, available options to them. And we do that through um, education, training and uh, clinical studies. Yolanda, mm. mm. tell us a bit more about your background and how you ended up. Oh, in as Uppsala. I said, just by yeah. chance, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been, uh, uh, I'm from South Africa originally and um, have been, my, my first background was in languages. I, I wanted to be a conference interpreter okay. <laughs> at the United Nations and then I ended up working there but not as an interpreter but in different uh, development programs and human rights uh, refugee at the uh, human rights uh, centre. Um, and then I've just been living in eight different countries, moving around the world uh, with a family. And uh, then we ended up here in the north, <laughs> northern hemisphere. And uh, uh, it's just by chance that um, someone uh, 
mentioned uh, possibility of uh, joining a company like Novus, and uh, uh, it's been an enjoyable um, experience. Yeah. It's great to hear that uh, a career can end up in a totally different uh, way. So it's very interesting to hear the, the road, you, the, the trip you, you did. Um, and how would you summarize your role now at Novus? Well, now I'm uh, working in with sales and uh, sales is crucial for the success of any company. So it's important that uh, we work very close with our with the customers, and in our case, with the surgeons, and also with our uh, the distribution distributors, um, to to provide this feedback so we can un better understand uh, the the needs uh, they have and uh, see how we can uh, improve that. So, I do a lot of uh, well, we travel, uh, we connect with people, we train just. Uh, present our product and the, and, and the advantages of using such a product and make sure that all our distributors are also trained so that they feel comfortable talking about um, the product. Uh, we're constantly learning something new. You acquire new skills. You have to be familiar with medical terminology um, so you can better uh, uh, encourage uh, uh, doctors to use your product. Uh, you need to you learn a lot about the industry, about um, customers, um, medicine. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. it's uh, I enjoy that uh, part of the work that you're constantly learning something new. <laughs> Sounds great. And yeah. yeah, you have mentioned a bit uh, earlier about the, the how Nova Scientific Nova Scientific came to be from Radi to Saint Jude and and this. Uh, what about the founders today? Are they Still um, the active? Yes, um, Novus Scientific is still owned uh, by um, the Engstrom family, um, and uh, they're still active in the company, on the board, uh, and also operatively in the company. Um, and they, yeah, so that's sort of the heritage that we, we carry over from, from the Radi days. Um. Mm -hmm. And where does the name come from? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I thought about that. Um, I think it was just <laughs> something that someone made up. I mean, it, it's names. You can <coughs> could probably <laughs> spend a fortune yes. uh, <laughs> with a brand agency and, and come up with a short list of names. And then at the end of the day, you're going to pick something that you like anyway. Um, Novus Scientific, it sort of means new science, kind of, I guess. And uh, I think it was a little bit of a... <coughs> going from Radi into something new, but also making sure it's um, there's a scientific base for what we do, a foundation. Which so, and then our our product name Tiger Matrix. Um, that I was uh, I'm I'm partly to blame for that. Okay. That was uh, we came up with that after a night night out in Glasgow. Uh, <laughs> so, but. Um, that uh, is uh, just playing with tissue regeneration and, and, the, uh, and then coming up with something that, that stands out a little bit uh, in the medtech uh, life science industry names can be some of product names can be a little bit it's kind of boring sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and if you're small, 
you need to make sure you get some kind of attention anyway. So name can be a good way to. Can, can you see that uh, among the customers that they actually comment on the name? Um, it, it, in the beginning, we yes, we got a lot of comments, at least also on how we graphically presented ourselves. We used the, the tiger image of a, a face of a tiger and, and that stood out. I think maybe since I don't know mm, what I, I don't hear a lot of reactions now. We don't have uh, questions about it, so mm. yeah. So you need to come up with something <laughs> that really is shocking now for yeah. next <laughs> next generation or next product. Uh, right. Definitely. Yeah. Well, tell us what is it that you do. Ah, that's <laughs> firstly the short uh, the short uh, elevator pitch. Okay, so so we um, we have developed and we manufacture and sell a. Uh, an absorbable surgical matrix, which is basically an implant that is uh, like a knitted mesh implant that you use to reinforce soft tissue uh, for a period of time. And as it degrades into the body, it transfers, it, the, the, uh, this support is sort of transferred to the new tissue that grows into the mesh. So it, it to some extent stimulates the body to heal itself. Um, instead of having a permanent implant that is also a permanent risk for a problem. So it's being used in... And we use it mainly in uh, reconstructive uh, surgery and uh, abdominal wall reinforcement or uh, breast reconstruction for women who've had uh, breast cancer. Yeah. And you talked about it a bit before, uh, you're not so pleased with uh, that it has taken so long time. <laughs> what has happened during this uh, 14 years now or something? Uh, yeah, I think uh, also from, so we had our first regulatory clearances and approvals in 2010 and 11. So it's, it's a period of, we've been available uh, in various markets uh, with this product in, in 10 years time. Um, and it may sound and feel like a very long time, but when you start looking at some device companies, there is this dynamic that you, you sometimes or often um, you underestimate the things you have to deliver after you have your regulatory approvals. You may think that a CE mark or FDA clearance is, and then it's you're good to go, but then comes everything that involves market access and reimbursement and eventually you will also need uh, so you will need access to payment systems which is not a given for many companies and then you need some kind of evidence because even if even if i like our product <laughs> i'm not sure i would like my own doctor to just switch implants based on on hmm. gut feeling or Sure. So, so there's a lot yeah. of medical. Uh, so we had to do a lot of uh, clinical uh, studies as well. Um, so uh, as Henrik says, then um, uh, which is reassuring that the, the doctors aren't just going to change product. They they need to see evidence that it's uh, doing what we promise uh, it's going to do, and that uh, can take a few years before we we have uh, the, the results of these studies so we can share with the. The different yeah. uh, and you work mainly with uh, with uh, public healthcare then I guess or is it yes also private uh, mainly maybe mainly public hospitals uh, for now but um, it's also because of the reimbursement in some countries it's uh, yep. and some private hospitals too okay yeah <coughs> I think that's 
it takes more time. <laughs> it's not unusual that it takes this amount of time. And, and we see that just over the last couple of years, we've had an, an easier time uh, selling the story of, of why people should use uh, Tiger over anything else. And the the amount to sort of you need a critical amount of clinical evidence to support your 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 case but there's also something with just being available and being present and being um it's brand recognition kind of paired with some kind of confidence that okay this brand seems to to stick around it's mm. not going to go away oh, exactly um, yeah. Uh, we see the same people, and it's yeah. a lot. And I mean, you know, it's it, it's also relational. Yes, to it's, a huge a, it's always important mm. to to uh, to uh, reassure and educate the surgeons because um, quite often uh, they they just submerge with so many uh, products and they they don't necessarily have time to understand the difference between the products. So it's uh, important to spend time. Uh, d educating and, uh, yeah, and yeah. training them and uh, so that they can also feel confident in, in, in changing uh, the technique or, or, or changing from what they used to or mm. what their department uh, or head of department has been using uh, so that they uh, so quite often we find that it's the more the younger or the, the surgeons who who are more interested in, in new innovations okay yeah. they're more open but of course they would want to see um, evidence that uh, we've had very good um, outcomes yeah maybe we have good results. I think now we have results. we have the everything lined up sort of in a good way with with uh, very strong clinical evidence good training programs um, obviously we have also had to work on on uh, modifying our regulatory uh, clearances and approvals to kind of include uh, other types of surgery etc so all those things take time and, and cost money and if you can't if you need to spend your money on on regulatory or quality assurance activities then you have less to spend on marketing and sales sure. activities mm -hmm. and that also sets you back a little bit but i think uh, uh well we, we're i feel very confident that we're in a good spot now with what we we see yeah, definitely and uh, and uh, we uh, here surgeons are talking about us are talking about our products uh, and uh, Tiger Matrix is now being used in uh, a lot of uh, all the main hospitals, public hospitals around Europe. Yeah. And I guess and that's the where you want to end up is obviously that uh, yes, surgeons or customers in whatever field of business you're in are selling to each other instead. Uh, sure, sure. And it's so much. And this peer-to-peer -peer kind of selling. So they're asking for it. So yeah. So. Um, wh why do you get good results? Well, this is my technique. This is what I use. And then that's. I'm a bit curious. What is a good result or a good outcome then for I the mean, surgeon? Yeah. It's <laughs> an absence of complications, I, I oh would yeah, say. Sure. And uh, from the patient point of view, uh, the same thing, hmm. no complications. Maybe a um, aesthetic outcome that is uh, in line with expectations, hmm. I should say. Okay. Yes, and, uh, and of course it also improves the quality of life yeah. of uh, hmm. of the patient uh, uh, because it's a, a material that resorbs and uh, but still uh, offers the uh, this uh, a permanent uh, 
built uh, reinforcement or mm. uh, repair. Mm. Uh, at the same time, you don't have uh, the uh, disadvantages of having uh, a permanent uh, material that or mesh that mm. could, in the long run, um, cause complications or uh, chronic pain mm. and discomfort. And what will happen next? Where do you see Nova Scientific in three, five years? Uh, I mean, hopefully we're well. Hopefully we're still in Uppsala. Um, I would assume that, unless something uh, drastic happens. With your strong legacy, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can't get out of this town even if I try to. But. Um, no, I think, um, as I said, we're in a good position to, to keep growing in Europe. Um, for us, it's now mainly about getting a, a uh, better commercial footprint in the U.S. Uh, and, and uh, get some, uh, some increased usage uh, in the U.S. system. Uh, we see signs of that. Uh, pandemic set us back a couple of years in that respect, but... Um, some U.S. sales. Uh, we're also expanding a little bit in the Middle East. Um, we have uh, signed new distribution partnerships in, in parts of uh, Southeast Asia. So it's really about becoming even more global than we are um, and then looking uh, at uh, the next generation products, which is going to be key. Building on the same technology platform of absorbable materials and utilizing several several absorbable materials in one implant. So. Okay, so, uh, so you have a lot of uh, research and development going on at the same time? We would like to restart lots of our okay. uh, research and development projects. Mm. And how will you get there? Through hard work. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need? Um, um, I think we... Um, I mean, we have uh, we need to grow the team. Um, I think we would uh, we are looking for um, external investors uh, to come on board. Or we're we're kind of in the in the process of of, of starting that journey. So I think Novus, um, with the, the shape we're in right now, would benefit from from. Uh, being able to invest in commercial activities in the U.S. and Europe, as well as product uh, uh, development. And I don't think we can do that uh, at this point. We could do it organically uh, with the support of the present owners. I think we would get a, um, a better leverage and a stronger momentum if we were able to, to bring uh, other investors on board at this point in time. So, so we need, um, that's what we need. Well, planning and working for sustainable economic and ecological and social development is uh, more and more important for securing competi competitiveness um, in the long term, as we can see. Uh, how do you uh, work for sustainable growth in the company? If we can provide better options for surgeons, patients, and ultimately hospital systems, uh, meaning less complications, less time spent uh, clogging up uh, an, an, a healthcare system. I guess that's where we can make a difference in, in terms of being sustainable, making sure that resources are being spent uh, as efficient as they can be. 
and that will benefit us commercially as well. So that's it's an easy, it's quite an easy equation. Mm. Uh, another part that we are interested in is uh, and also is connected with the with the sustainable growth is a company's culture, values and visions. Uh, is that something? <coughs> sorry, uh, is that something that you think of or talk about, or maybe even work with actively? And if so, in what way and why? Uh, yes. Uh, well, the, our, our vision is uh, improving uh, patient care, and and that's at the base of everything we do. Uh, and how we uh, then empower, as I was saying before, the, the, is to empower uh, the surgeons and the patients to, through education and training and uh, clinical studies, uh, to um, to know of, about the different options available uh, to improve um, outcomes. I think. Can you see among your staff uh, and your peers that they realize the, the potential you have in your product for patients? The, the, uh, at work, I think, uh, yes, I th we, we all love and, and believe in what we're doing and we're all motivated by our mission to uh, improve people's lives. And I think uh, you feel it, uh, that, that dynamic uh, at, at work as well uh, amongst all yeah. our uh, Colleagues. Yeah, I definitely and agree. Uh, I think being a small yeah. company, also, we we get to work with all the different departments at different levels, and uh, we all share the same uh, um, um, dynamic or the same idea uh, that, that is at the base of our uh, our work. Thank you. Uh, we also see that those are more important uh, to communicate in order to attract investors or even new employees like you told us before you're planning to grow you, you have to have a plan for how to keep that momentum that you have right now so you all breathe and allow what you do how do you take that to the new employees and even if we're there coming much faster yeah it's i mean it's a good question i think it's something we honestly have to to uh, think a little bit about, um, we have a strong kind of heritage here that kind of carries over from even from the, the times um, more than 10 years ago. Um, I think we need to find a balance between being uh, building something new uh, and also carrying parts of, of uh, but unfortunately, I mean, there's been a pandemic and before that we were in a, in a uh, we haven't really expanded a lot. In a, so these are things that are relatively yeah, it's ahead now, of us. Uh, yeah, we, we've been using the resources yeah. available until now, but it is a, a, a growing field. So as a company, we also are growing. So it, it's an attractive um, uh, place to yeah. work uh, because there's, there are a lot of things happening and uh, the size of the company, meaning you, you're learning, you have um, op opportunity to grow and learn new skills and uh, be, be part of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, think, yes. I think we have to maybe talk more about and discuss sort of where we want to, what kind of company do we want to become from here and, and forward yeah. because I think we're at that stage where we need to, to um, make some decisions and define that or let it be defined by the people who join. So I don't know what 
we can see among companies that are growing fast uh, mm -hmm. or if they are looking for skills outside of life science sector um, they they have a lot of benefits by by you know presenting and communicating their values because if someone goes from another sector to to life science or medtech uh, this is often the case why they want to be here and, and you have the same experience oh, i guess yes. uh, Yolanda. Yeah. absolutely mm -hmm. i think that was uh, what made uh, the transition for me also from a different sector to to mm -hmm. uh, to be involved in 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 a medical device company where our the vision is to improve patients' care and uh, and all the work that we do around that. Yeah, I mean I haven't seen anything else, <laughs> but uh, I guess it is a bit uh, special to be so close to to that. Um, and it's rewarding because you, you you see the results of your efforts as well. Um, it's a very um, competitive uh, sector as well challenging yep. but uh, it keeps us um, <laughs> it keeps us busy <laughs> every day it's different so you, you, you never get bored <laughs> yep. uh, you never know what is going to be the next um, challenge or uh, uh, task you you would have to deal with on on, the, on that day mm. and uh, of course uh, the main thing for us is to to provide the support uh, uh, to the customers mm. Thank you. Uh, so far, we've learned a lot about your motivations and the journey you have experienced. Uh, what about the? What are you most proud of uh, having achieved? Both of you. Oh. Well, we built a, a strong network in in, 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 in the in where I'm working in the sales. A strong uh, network of distributions. Uh, we being present in big centers in Europe, uh, having a lot of uh, senior surgeons uh, who are involved and uh, um, using the product and have had lots of uh, positive feedbacks yeah. from their experience. I, I mean, it happens that uh, we've, we've had notes from, from patients, uh, cancer patients who uh, feel good, but I mean, it's not that our product is the only reason this i mean it's obviously other and a lot goes to the surgeon and the hospital and everything else but sometimes there's been a direct thank you uh, email and note that i i, I um, had this operation and now i i feel good i feel good about myself now i look and and then yeah having been part of that um from the start that's that makes me feel proud and you know it's motivating to, to keep going, even when there are tough times <laughs> also. So. Uh, if you were to restart your journey, what lessons have you learned? And uh, Henrik, you mentioned it not being so technical, <laughs> maybe. That's one <laughs> thing. Um, I think, um, um, yeah, taking more time uh, before launch um, and, and just realizing what the uh, the uh, the level of evidence you need sometimes is more than you thought it would be um, maybe being being less hasty to go to market and take more care in in, in the analysis phase um, i think would be the the lesson uh, it's not that easy to do that um, i mean yeah, i i that's the and then 
really from the start uh, focusing on on um, on the user perspective and not so much the engineering behind it and mm. patience and yeah. perseverance mm. And what advice uh, would you convey to our listeners doing this, the same journey, or would like to do it? Well, try to have fun, I guess, while <laughs> doing it. Otherwise, it's it'll be depressive to do it if it isn't at least sometimes a little bit fun along the way. Yeah, it's, uh, we we believe in what we do, and and and, and to feel that you're doing something useful is is motivating to yeah. to move on and and find. Yeah, exactly. how we can grow and uh, and you know be honest and and build good relations because that eventually that'll be what what helps you. Mm-hmm. As you know, uh, we at Stuns Life Science are part of the innovation ecosystem here uh, in Uppsala. Uh, we would like to believe that there are opportunities in being part of strong clusters and ecosystems. And what do you see as the advantage of having your business in Uppsala? Um, there's, I mean, there was, I've been part of Novus, but also um, Ostdesign previously, and, and they're both Uppsala businesses. Strong connections to to the healthcare um, <coughs> parts of Uppsala at Akademiska, also strong connections to university, and that's some things that sort of comes and goes. Uh, also relation dependent. Uh, at Ostdesign, we had. Um, this, the innovation was sort of straight out of university. Um, Novus, it was not as linear, but um, it's obviously invaluable to have that level of competence uh, so close to um, to where you're at, both from a recruitment point of view, but also just you build relations. Um, there are people who who are actually good at things nearby <laughs> that you might ask. Ask, uh, and you need help all the time. And, and you know, knowing who to ask is knowing who to ask and not be afraid to ask. I think is uh, so. So I guess the the uh, mechanics between uh, industry, university, and and uh, I would like to s- say also uh, the healthcare system in Uppsala. Mm. Uh, do you experience that you are, um, or, or now when you are uh, restarting your product development again, uh, will you have benefits by working with uh, universities or with uh, academic hospital or so on in that? Yes, uh, definitely. And um, for us, it happens all the time that we have um, projects or proposals or ideas that we we. Um, collaborate around at an early stage mm. uh, with research groups doesn't have to be here in town but it could mm. be anywhere um, so that's uh, it's it's really difficult for a small company to build like a fully staffed R&D department it costs a lot sure. of money so yeah. if you can have these <coughs> type of collaborations that's very valuable um, as long as you're you're clear on, on uh, that each uh, party is aware of sort of because <coughs> there might be IP involved and mm, sure. say, uh, it could end up being problematic but as long as you're clear about that that's mm. good the hospital too um, and that yeah there's um, that could be stronger I think um, from a small 
again, company point of view, if you have sort of a good um, relation and good way to, to um, get feedback on development projects uh, from clinical um, experts at the hospital, that's also something that mm. uh, cuts your lead times a lot. To generate evidence. Yeah, and even before that, just sort of having someone who can review your ideas from a clinical point of view. You tend to be engineering heavy, um, or maybe you have material scientists really strong in, in, in one end of it, but then easy things like intra-hospital logistics. Okay, you, know, yeah. you can develop a product, and then it turns out that no one can open this packaging. Those things can happen. Or, yeah, but we can't use this because of... Our flow here is different, and there's all, always room for for an exchange of. So, so that that could probably be improved, and and I know there's a history of pharma and medtech industry kind of uh, over uh, overusing that uh, and not not maybe behaving correctly all the time. Um, yeah, that sounds like a, but, um, a learning experience. But it doesn't have to be like that. It, it, it could be very transparent and very sort of good for everyone. I think. Mm. And how important is your location for the future development? Yeah, you know, we are where we are, I guess. <laughs> it's, uh, um, we have a pretty complex manufacturing process set up here. Um, we have a good relations with the, the, uh, the company who owns uh, the premises we're in and well, we're, I think we're, we're, we're well located to grow. I mean, we could do this somewhere else, but there's no real reason why we should. Hmm. Great to hear. <laughs> Unless Yolanda <laughs> wants to move to, to <laughs> South Africa or, or somewhere. <laughs> and uh, do you see a way how you could support others? You talk about it's easy reaching out here in the system. Uh, yeah, but it's it's a little bit up to us, isn't it? If to stay active and 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 show up and make sure that you you network enough, but not only network. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but it's also, I mean, it's growing up in one town, you have. A, you come to a point where other relations too, sort of that you built that is non maybe non-professional or old friends or family, and, and you can sort of tie things together. Uh, so th there are upsides to remaining in one place, even though uh, some people think I'm boring. <laughs> for that reason. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, thanks. It sounds like uh, you have a very good momentum. Uh, it sounds like you have a, 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 a. I'm mentioning your learning experience going from a more technical view or perspective to a more user experience kind of view. I think that's interesting. Uh, we also, uh, you know, going into more product development, coming up with new generations of products and moving into new markets or, 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 or retrying moving into new markets like the United States and so on. It will be extremely interesting to follow your journey uh, and we're very grateful to have you here today to, to tell us about this and we're looking forward to, to hear the next chapter of Nova Scientific. So yeah. thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you.
This podcast series is developed and produced by Stuns Life Science. Stuns is a foundation creating sustainable growth through private-public collaborations. Thank you for listening and for more information about this podcast and as well as about Stuns, please visit our website lifescience.stuns.se and follow us on LinkedIn where you will find us under our name.